Let's talk about money. Matthew 6, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust don't destroy, and thieves don't break in and steal, because where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Jesus spoke more about money than he did about sex, heaven, hell. Money is a big deal to Jesus. There must be something really dangerous about money. (laughs) He said, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. And my guess is a lot of rich people holler out immediately, no, 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 it says the love of money is the root of all evil. Money's not bad. Excuse me? It is hard, harder for a rich man, period. Not a rich man who loves his money. A rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven than it is for a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Money is dangerous. If you have it and depend on it, it'll kill you. If you don't have it and crave it, it'll kill you. Money can kill us because it shows our heart, right? Where your heart is comes out. So he's, he's on this again and again. And my question is, what does it mean to lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven rather than treasures on the earth. So let's see if we can get some help from Jesus in his demand that we lay up treasures in heaven. What does that mean, Jesus? So here's a story he told. This is um, Luke chapter 12, and a man had a huge windfall, right? Remember this story? And he said, what will I do? I've just gotten so much money. And his answer is, I will build bigger barns. That's what I'll do with all my accumulated wealth here at the end of the year when the stock market is going through the roof. (laughs) When you're listening to this, but that's true right now. What are you going to do with all your extra money, Mr. Rich Man? And he's going to build bigger barns. And then he says to himself, Well, self, uh, let's relax and eat and be merry, for you have goods stored up for years to come. You fool. This very night, your soul will be required of you. And then comes this crucial sentence in verse 21 of Luke 12. So is, meaning fool, so is everyone who lays up treasures for himself and is not rich toward God. What in the world does that statement mean? Rich toward God. I've struggled with that for years. Surely it doesn't mean give God lots of money. He doesn't need any money. He has the cattle on a thousand hills. If I were hungry, I would not tell you Psalm 50. No, being rich towards God doesn't mean enrich God. I think it means count God as your riches. 
Be rich toward God means if you're, if you're looking about for where to be rich, focus on God. He's your great reward. He's your riches. And so laying up for yourselves treasures in heaven would be living in such a way as to maximize God as your treasure. Handle your money in such a way as to show God, not money, is your treasure. I think that's the implication. Here's another story or little saying that Jesus gave. I think it's Matthew 6, 24, where he says, you can't serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Now, what does it mean to serve money? Because I think that will shed light on what it means to serve God. How do you serve money? You don't, you don't do what money says. Money's not talking to you, little dollar bill with the mouth open saying, do this and do that, and you do it. That's not what serve money means. Serve money means Calculate all your behaviors, all your life, do what you do to maximize what money benefits can give you. What benefits can come to you from money? Always be thinking, how can I maximize the benefits that come to me from money? That would be serving money. I think most people would probably agree with that. So what does it mean to serve God? Don't bring in an alien meaning from outside this comparison. If you just stick with the comparison, serving God would mean do everything you do. Calculate all your behavior to maximize the pleasures you can get from God. All the benefits you can get from God in Christ. All that God can be for you, not just money be for you. So you can't serve God in money that way. Those are mutually exclusive. Either you are angling to make God your treasure in everything, or you're angling to make money your treasure in everything. So lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven would be calculate all your behavior to maximize the benefits that you get from God, you have in God through Jesus Christ. Christ. Now there's one more, one more amazing passage that I love. I just love it. I've written a whole chapter on it in, in more than one book. It's uh, Luke 12, 32 to 34. It goes like this. Fear not, little flock. It is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions, give to the needy, provide for yourselves money bags that don't grow old, a treasure in the heavens that does not fail. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. So do you get the connection between lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven and sell your possessions, provide yourselves with purses or money bags that don't grow old. So th there, there's the, the issue. You have providing yourselves money bags and treasures that never fail and giving to the needy. And wouldn't you agree that Jesus is saying, this is the way you do that. 
sell your possessions and give to the needy. Thus, thus, you can insert the little word thus. You can discuss whether you think that's a legitimate thing. Thus, provide for yourselves treasures in heaven. So I, I think the answer here of how you provide treasures in heaven is that you take your money and you show your freedom from it. It's not your God. It's not your treasure. You love people and you want people to love God. So you are displaying the love of God by sharing with people more and more. And in doing that, your joy in heaven, in God increases. Now, the motive that Jesus gives for that stunningly is in verse uh, 32. Listen to this. Fear not, little flock. So we tend to be afraid. Like if I give this much to the church or if I give this much to a ministry that cares for the poor, I may not have enough. Jesus says, fear not, little flock. And then he calls us a flock. What is he? God is our shepherd. Fear not, little flock. It is your father's. So now we have a father and we have a shepherd. Good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Now he's a king. I mean, that verse is amazing. He's piling up pictures of God to take away our fear of giving and laying up treasures in heaven. He's a shepherd. He's a father. He's a king. Shepherds, shepherds know everything the sheep need to know in order to provide for them. Fathers have an incredible care for their kids. Kings have authority and power to get it done. And he's saying, he's that, he's all that for you. So don't be afraid. Be lavish, generous givers. So I, I think the main meaning of lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven is first, treat God as your treasure above all treasures, and then show how much he is your treasure by giving and giving and giving to those in need. So keep your life free from the love of money. This is Hebrews 13. Keep your life free from the love of money. For he has said, I will never fail you. I'll never forsake you. Therefore, we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. What can man do to me? Oh, Father, make these people free from the fear of giving. Make Christians the most lavish, generous, free givers at great risk to themselves than anybody else on the planet. Do it for Christ's sake, I ask in his name. Amen.